Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter Wonderful Pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, Wonderful Pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I I like my basketball players to have a little edge to them. Kobe at it, Michael at it. I mean, right? Like Isaiah Thomas had a little edge. Kevin Durant's got a little edge. I I like a little edge. I like I I we were you and I have talked about this before. My wife's got an edge to her. My wife definitely has an edge to her. Yeah. She Capricorns, right? Yeah. I have a fiery red-headed Capricorn wife. She's got an edge. She's got an opinion. I have a fiery Italian wife. Oh, and she's got an opinion. She does. Yeah. <laughs> About your nonsense. <laughs> your hey, hijinks. I, yeah, my, all of it. Uh, can I read you a funny tweet? Uh, DeMontis Sabonis just picked up his second foul walking through the lobby of the Sacramento Kings Hotel. <laughs> Fran Frisilla, he's awesome. I love that guy. He said there's no way the Warriors are losing this game tonight. And watch the ref. He's alluding watch the refs and Sabonis. Because Sabonis kind of got off the hook here. He grabbed Draymond. Oh, no, no, no. He's... Sabonis is, he gets it. He's theatrical. He's tough. He, he, he's a handful. Mark Few told me he's the best rebounder he's ever coached or coached against. The Gonzaga coach. He, he said, this kid, and he's, I, I said this about, a, I, you were on the show. Remember we talked about this a few months ago. I'm like, how is he on a third team already? He was terrific in a lot of it is fit, you know, and yeah, scheme right. like that. It's just like the NFL draft coming up this next week, one week away. Some guys may not work in their first spot, and you get them in another spot, and it's like a grand slam. Feels like C.J. Stroud and Will Levis. Feels like C.J. Stroud's coming down a little. There's some some reporting around Stroud right now. We're not going to get into it yet. Maybe we'll see if there's some um, backup reporting on it. Not that we doubt this guy. He's a guest on the show, but he said something about Stroud that's getting debated on the internet. Well, there's a lot of pandering, not at this network. Other sports networks pander. 
We just tell you the facts here. That's all we do. We just, just the facts. Just the facts. We're not here to save your feelings or hurt them. We're just giving you the facts. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. If you're planning to do some spring cleaning, clean your house, then protect every inch of it. Simply Safe Home Security. No safe like Simply Safe. Go to simplysafecolin.com. Chris Broussard, we are both loving first round of these NBA playoff series. So um, Warriors-Kings tonight is interesting. And I, I watch a lot of Warrior games. I'm out here in California. I can stay up late for them. And when you watch this team without Draymond, they don't set the screens. They don't pass as well. They, don't, they lose an elite defender. Now with Wiggins back, that does give them a very good on-ball defender. Can they beat Sacramento without Draymond Green? There's a reason the Warriors are reportedly livid at the suspension. I think they're looking at the... I I don't know if they can beat Sacramento. What's your gut take on this? They certainly couldn't beat them in a series, the entire series without Draymond. But right now, they just need one game. And I think they can do it for one game. I'm most concerned, Colin, about the defense and the rebounding. Because as you said, yeah, Wiggins is a great defender, and he's been good in this series. But now without Draymond, I don't think they're going to be able to really stop Sacramento. So what they're going to have to do is outscore them. I think it's going to be a shootout, and Steph obviously will have a big game. I'm looking for Clay. We know he's had some moments in the past where they needed a win, and he delivered big time. And I'm also looking for Jordan Poole, if he plays, to step up and deliver one of those moments. Because, again, they're going to need scoring, and Poole's going to need to step up. Yeah, and by the way, their young players generally play at the Chase Center to a higher level. There's a certain energy where – and the young guys kind of fade on the road. That's why they were such a bad road team this year. But, you know, we, we, I talked about this. I, I threw this out earlier. Are the Warriors, the, are the Kings the baby Warriors? And let me set it up. At the beginning of the dynasty for Golden State, they had this young guard, very good offensive player, didn't know how to play defense yet. Steph Curry, that's De'Aaron Fox. You had this understated scorer, Clay Thompson, Harrison Barnes, who didn't want any publicity but gave you, gave you good scoring. Uh, you, you had a theatrical, tough guy, Sabonis Draymond, who went to great programs. And at the start, it was Mike Brown and Mark Jackson, defensive coaches, right? And then you both have Davian Mitchell, good defender off the bench for sack, Andre Iguodala for Golden State. And I made this argument. And there's a high intellect with both. Analytics upstairs, Daryl Morey's guys. My takeaway is, are we looking at the baby Warriors eight, nine years ago? Well, look, and I don't think you're doing this. I don't think you're predicting that they're going to win four championships. But I think you are predicting that they're going to be a contender, a serious contender for the next several years. And I can go along with that because there are some similarities. First, let's start with Mike Brown. The fact that they were so poor defensively this year was stunning because Mike, remember in Cleveland and Los Angeles, he was a defensive coach. The question was, can he coach offense? And obviously that time in Golden State, the six years as an assistant, helped him tremendously. So now he's got a great offensive team. And I'm not surprised that they're actually playing good defense in this, these playoffs because of Mike Brown. So I, I think strategically they're there. You mentioned some of the 
of comparisons to the Warriors. How about Sabonis, not only as the agitator, because, you know, the, look, there's a lot of talk about some of the things he's been getting away with yes. in these two games yes. that are very Dr Draymond-like, right? But also, he is their playmaker. He is like uh, Fox. If you watched him during the regular season, Sabonis was often bringing the ball up. He led them in assists. He would orchestrate the offense. He's oftentimes at the foul line in that area and not looking at the basket to shoot. Now, he scores more than Draymond, but he doesn't shoot threes. So there's similarities even in that, in that a lot of times the offense is running through Sabonis like it runs through Draymond yeah. in Golden State. So, yeah, I do think there's some similarities. Look, they're better than I thought. They're better than I think most people thought. And they're going to have they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the future, no doubt. Okay, as long as Cameron Payne is not playing, they are perilously thin in Phoenix. They got no bench. And when you put them on the floor juxtaposed with the Clippers, it becomes so evident when you got Norman Powell, Terrence Mann off the bench. The Clippers have all sorts of depth. They need another star. Phoenix doesn't need stars. They need depth. And I, I've said this. It really exposes watching Phoenix against the Clippers Chris, it really exposes how thin they are. Their margins. I mean, the other night their starter shot 60% and it was still reasonably close. It was tied at half. I don't know. Like, sometimes they say Styles makes fights, right? Styles make fights. When I watch the Suns against the Clippers, I'm like, I'm not, are they getting out of this series? Do you think they're worried a little bit? <laughs> no, they have to be concerned because one, you also have a legitimate superstar with championship pedigree on the other side, which is Kawhi Leonard. So you look, I think, Kyle, I do think they survived this series. Everything you said about the depth is right. They got to get campaign back at some point soon because Chris Paul cannot play. 38 minutes no. a night. No, he yeah. won't. Even if they win this series again, I think they will. He probably would break down at some point in the playoffs if he's got to continue to play 37, 38 minutes a night, which he's done in the first two games. But, Colin, I think this is just what the doctor ordered for Phoenix because this is a tough, hellacious series, and they needed this. They have got to go through some adversity together. They had eight freaking exhibition games in the regular season with Durant and this group. That's not enough. That's why I think game one, they were shell-shocked because of the level that they were facing in the Clippers. They hadn't faced that together. So now I think this series, they're facing a deep team, a tough team, a well-coached team, a team with a legitimate superstar, Westbrook is even more intense than he usually is because he's facing KD. They have to go through this together, face this adversity, learn who you can count on, and have their backs against the wall. It's like a foxhole experience together. And I think, Colin, I look at the phrase, there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. 
This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. That everybody knows what doesn't kill you will make you stronger. So if they survive this series, I think going into the next round, they will be stronger mentally and emotionally as a group because they've been through something tough together. Listen, I think Boston's going to waltz through it. Milwaukee showed last night without Tyler Hero. Miami just doesn't have enough buckets. Uh, Philadelphia is going to move on. Cleveland Knicks. Okay, so I thought <laughs> Cleveland would kind of roll through it. Too many offensive guys. But I'll tell you something. Um, and, and let's take game two out. That's the zigzag. You know, the, New York right. cannot win with that low of energy and that sloppy. They can't. But now it goes back to New York and they have home court. Do the Knicks have a shot here? They do have a shot. I picked Cleveland in six uh, like you I wouldn't have been shocked if the Knicks had won, but I thought Cleveland had the advantage because they're not only a very good offensive team with Mitchell, but a very good defensive team, number one in the league. Uh, but I, I think game three is going to be telling, Colin, because how does Evan Mobley respond to the Madison Square Garden? Like, it's going to be an atmosphere that is intense. He didn't play well in game one. That's one reason they lost. And so he's how's he going to respond? Mitchell will be fine. I think Garland will play well. Allen is good. He's not going to score a ton of points, but he's a very good defender and rebounder. Gives you a little points. How does the do the bench players and Mobley respond offensively in the garden? Because that, that's going to be the key. They got to get more out of Mobley if they're going to advance in this series. All right. Chris Broussard. It's great seeing you, my man. You're doing such a good job. By, by the way, um, I can love Ja Morant and Trey Young, but don't think they're complete basketball players. I watched the Grizz last night with Tyus Jones, and I watched that defense 
That net rating, Chris, a little immaturity <laughs> for John Morant this year. They're a better defensive team without him. Do you think there's anybody in that building thinking, we get a lot for Ja? We get a lot Ooh, for Ja? No. Okay. Look, I hear you, and I've been listening to you all morning talk about they're better without Ja. Here's the thing, because, look, they, they have won a lot of games over the past couple years without Ja, and they're great defensively, and they're a different type team. But, Colin, here's the thing. In the playoffs, you know this. You need a guy that can just go get you a bucket. Right. When the de- as the series goes on and the defense knows exactly what we want to run, they know my tendencies, your tendencies – I need a guy that, yeah, you know I'm going left, but you still can't stop me. And that's John Morant. And so I I don't think they're better without him. Uh, And I definitely don't think they're thinking about trading. I know. I know. The the list of calls will be (laughs) a mile long. No, wait, by the way, I don't think they're going to move him either. But I like to throw it out there. I like to see how Chris Broussard reacts. I don't think they're moving him. (laughs) I don't. But I do think it's interesting. Now, Trey's a different matter. No, no, Trey, listen. Quinn Snyder's going to make you play some defense. And by the way, Quinn Snyder had some dysfunction in Utah with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. So if he senses any dysfunction with Trey Young, he's done with that stuff. He's not going to be – I mean, I think he's done with that. So, I mean, and Trey Young is not as explosive as John Morant, but there are some similarities where – you stand around staring at John Morant and Trey Young, and you're a little better defensive team without those guys. So it's not absurd to think about it, but I do feel like Ja is – he's got that edge Memphis likes. I think he fits them. Trey Young in Atlanta, I'm not sure. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, I do think it's absurd to think about trading Ja <laughs> But But, uh, look, I, I get what you're saying – uh, the difference with Trey and Ja, though, is that they've won with Ja. Yeah, they've won without him, but they've won with him and challenged the, the champions last year in Golden State in that series. Now, Trey, of course, did get to the, the uh, conference finals with Atlanta. I, I don't know that I'd give up on Trey at 24 years old. He is a guy that likes the bright lights. We remember him in New York yeah. a few years ago in the playoffs, in the play-in against Miami. Like He likes the bright lights which I like, but he's got to learn how to play winning basketball. Right. And I do think that's what Quinn Snyder's going to try to institute there, and Trey's got to respond. I wouldn't mind bringing him off the ball and having him run off screens like Steph Curry, and you could put the ball in DeJounte Murray's hands. Uh, he's not as good of a shooter as Steph, but I, he's not a great decision maker, and I think that's part of the problem, a lot of bad shots. So, uh, they'll, I, I would listen to calls. I would make calls on Trey, but I wouldn't give him away. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, can't give him away. He's got all sorts of talent. Chris Broussard, first things right. first. That show is crushing it. And a good seeing you, buddy. You too, Colin. All right. See I'm not going to trade John Morant, but it's what they call a thought balloon. You got to throw stuff out there. You know, I mean, like when you're sitting there in a room, if I was a GM, which is my dream in life, if I was a GM and I got my scouts around me, I'm, th- I'm throwing stuff out there. Hey, should we trade jaw? And everybody goes, no, it's crazy. Just threw it out there. What's wrong? Sports talk radio should be you throw stuff out there. You, you throw stuff out there. Well, shouldn't your team, when you say trade jaw, like, 
come up with what they can get and return it, at least explore it. That's like your job. You and I like exploring. Yeah. I think that's just part of sports. Staying in like the same lane forever is... Belichick was ready to move off Brady and he won two more Super Bowls. You got to have these discussions. Like I said with Tua, you got to have real... I mean, to me, if I'm Miami, we don't have a first round pick. My second pick's a quarterback. My first pick in the second round's quarterback. Well, for instance, uh, Minnesota Vikings, they don't have a second round pick. Kirk Cousins' situation is starting to unravel salary-wise. The new GM and coach, they they inherited Kirk. There's a good chance they go quarterback in the first round. They have no second-round pick. They don't know who's going to be there in the third. So you've got to be looking ahead of these things. And Yeah, I I mean, listen, I'm a Trey Young guy. I'm willing to discuss the possibility of anything. Anything. We were talking about Matt Stafford going to the Jets. you got to consider it. Yeah. Everything. Would you go skydiving? Nope. I've thought about that. Would you go on a hot air balloon? Done it. Oh, interesting. I've bungee jumped. No. Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Really? Is there video of this? A rusty bridge. Wouldn't do it again. Dicey. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing that. I would jump out of a plane before I bungee jump. Oh, God, no. If that makes any sense. No. And I, I've come to terms with heights, but uh, no, I'm not going to do it. Roller coaster guy? Oh, I've done a thousand. Okay, I've done, I've done a lot of them. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Uh, Joel Klatt's making us do this first story. Uh, B. John Robinson, <laughs> one of the top players in the draft, expected to go in the first round. Might be early. Now, there's a chance he's not there when the Cowboys are up at 26. But Stephen Jones is keeping the door open for Dallas taking Bijan if he falls to them. Bijan just had a great career at Texas. I don't think I've seen any any uh, set of circumstances uh, that he's not a first round pick in almost any uh, draft. Uh, being a uh, you know a local young man who's uh, done really well for himself, played ball at the University of Texas here in our state. Uh, you know, hats off to him, and certainly a guy. I'm sure when uh, you know that first day is over, he's he's gonna uh, certainly have a team, and uh, you never know. Uh, he's a great there, – There's, I said a couple days ago, there's like five players I know have no chance to bust. I don't know if they're superstars. He's one of them. The two tight ends in the first round. Skaronsky, the offensive lineman from Northwestern. There's not a lot of non-bust guys. There's Will Anderson's not going to bust. He, I don't know if he'll be great, but Will Anderson's going to play in the NFL for a while. So, some people may not get this, but like we don't like Bijan at ten to the Eagles, but at twenty-six to the oh, Cowboys, a that's steal. a total another story. Well, they're going to. Cowboys are so the Chargers. There's a couple of teams. Green Bay. Chargers are it, interesting. Green Bay and the Chargers are going to take tight ends, in my opinion, in the first round. Dallas also wants a tight end. So the three teams that want a tight end bad. Packers, Chargers, Cowboys. Washington's in the market as well. They're tight end Logan Thomas. And there's about th- there's three first round. So Dallas is going to get a tight end. Watch that kid from Georgia going to Dallas. My guy Washington. So I think the Packers will take Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. The Chargers will take Kincaid from Utah. And the Cowboys will get the tight end from Georgia. If Bijan is there for the Chargers... Do you take him knowing this Austin Eckler situation is unraveling and how instrumental Eckler is to that offense? I think they need a tight end. He catches like a million passes a year. That's not simply replaceable with um, the bowling ball they got. I think you can get. I think there's there's a lot of tight ends. There's a there's a tight end that's going to be available in the fifth round out of Miami. I really like Hurricanes. There's a lot of good tight ends. I'll just add this. So the Cowboys remember drafted C.D. Lamb when they had Amari Cooper, and it worked well. 
It, well, I know they have Tony well, Pollard. Like, how, many, how many playoff wins do they have? Like got, you got to get at least get to the playoffs. Now, I will say, in the playoff game against San Fran, they could do nothing offensively. And they, Tony Pollard's coming off that injury. Like, I don't hate drafting B. John Robinson if I'm the Cowboys. Well, my, I don't think he's going to be available at what are the— Fair. I mean, would you be willing to go up and get him? Well, who— Cowboys defense is kind of stacked. No, I don't worry. They they went and got a second corner. They went and paid for Gil, a second is corner. Gilmore? Is that who they got? Yeah. So their their defense is fine. They got an edge rusher. They got Micah. They got a corner, a young they safety. Couldn't I like move the football against the Niners, who yeah. they're probably going to have to go. They through need again. a running back, and they need a tight end. And I think they need another receiver. I don't like their receiving core. I like Ceedee Lamb, and that's it. I, I'm not. I, I think their receiver Gallup. He's co- he had coming off the injury. Brandon Cooks. Uh, All right, you we got to hurry up because there's a great jet story at the end of this. Oh, okay. One. All right, so let's go to the Seahawks. So we hit Joel Klatt's uh, guy, Bijan. Now you're Seahawks. They're in a great spot. Two picks in the first 20. Um, do they need a quarterback? That's a fair question. GM John Schneider said they've received calls about trading the fifth overall Move pick. Move down. Kind of periphery stuff, but not that That stuff really gets uh, pretty intense. Um, let's say like next Tuesday, Wednesday, those are really the two days that kind of people kind of set up uh, broad parameters for you know, moving up, moving back at different spots. And then you have to be really pliable once it starts because if you've moved, you gotta be ready to move to the other spots or move up and you have to be you have to be ready to you have to be ready to roll. They they, they did so well last year in the draft. They are so ready. So Again, they're, Lions. they're they're like Green Bay. They don't have a ton of needs. They need an edge rusher. Well they need another receiver. We could argue do they need a quarterback. I, it's one well, year for Geno Smith. Come on. Keep your eye on Seattle taking I think they should. I think they should move down. I think they think they can get Richardson or Levis at like ten. So why not move down? If you're at five, if you're at five and you're Seattle and you don't have now again, it's different. What if Will Anderson falls to you? Then you take him because Will Anderson's ready to. Pete doesn't want a project like Will Anderson's ready to start. So if if Will Anderson drops, take him, and he may. But if, but if but if Will Anderson and Carter get gobbled up early and you're not in love with these quarterbacks, I I think you and I believe you like Anthony Richardson more than me. I just I don't. Well, I, think, I do like him, but do I like him at four? Ugh. Not really. Um, the roller coaster of emotions on like Will Levis, C.J. Stroud. It's been why it's just kind of fun. It's silly but fun. All right, now the biggest story, Colin. This is just emerging. Our team quickly got it together. Oh. So Calais Campbell. Join the Falcons in this offseason. He's 36. He was in Baltimore, right? He had other options. On the latest episode of The Crew Podcast, he told Josina Anderson that the Jets wanted him. Aaron Rodgers reached out to him to get to New York. Here's Calais Campbell. The Jets made almost an equal offer as the Falcons, and it was kind of crazy because Aaron Rodgers texted me like, yo, come on, man, let's go win a championship together. It was appealing having Aaron Rodgers text you and talk about winning a Super Bowl together. But when it came down to it, I just had that gut feeling that Atlanta was a special place and the value I could bring would be most effective there. So Desmond Ritter over Aaron Rodgers. I mean, what does that tell you? I mean, what does it tell you? What's your first reaction to that? Well, it's sadness. But my second one is that Aaron Rodgers thinks they can win a championship in New York. (laughs) That's the real takeaway. No, this is a bit of a... I mean, if you're Salah in the Jets, you got to be like, Falcons are going nowhere. You're not winning the division. You're not going to the playoffs. You see who Aaron Probably. wants for president? He's out there. You see that yesterday? I, I did not. What it- Robert Kennedy, uh, he's the anti-vax guy. So he's got his candidate. 
That, got, that was very. You're gonna love him in New York. Well, that was very controversial on the interweb. Oh, people just I, freaked I, I out. I somehow missed that. I did a good job. Cheryl Hines' husband, the actress on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I always thought she was really attractive. So did I. Yeah. I, think I, now I never watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, but like I thought. Oh, she I was, think she's adorable. But, she but, married an anti-vax guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a Kennedy. I didn't and know now that. yesterday on the internet, blue, that didn't play well. So oh. that's where you spent your Wednesday on the internet, huh? I didn't, but I go, I tell you, every afternoon I take a little uh, siesta, a little nap, and I wake up, and I read for about an hour. Oh, that was trending. That was wow. a big deal. So anti-vax, but let's remember, Aaron Rodgers is texting people trying to recruit them to the Jets. Well, you that's know he's going to be a Jet. Just, no, but he's texting dudes like, hey, let's go to the Jets. And you know what they're saying? I like Desmond Ritter more. So remember what I remember the relationships <laughs> matter thing that the tangent I went off on. Like, bro, you're texting a 36-year-old defensive end, and he'd rather go to the Falcons than the Jets. If you're Aaron, are you even bothered? Like, dude, like, isn't that a little disrespectful? It's one thing. If, it's one thing if he chose like Pete Carroll over Aaron, a Super Bowl contender, or Andy Reid. Atlanta's tanking. Is it? You think this was like a come to Jesus moment for Aaron Rodgers? Oh like, God, oh, no. My gosh. First of all, I don't think he believes that. Upstairs, his parents were very religious. I think that's part of the that steered him away tension. from tension. Well, I just don't. I don't think, think he's his own. I'd love to ask him. What do you believe in? Well, I, I yeah, I, I Aaron believes Can we in. Work to get him on the show in the off season. Oh, I don't think. I mean, Aaron. I know he's got a busy off. I would. I would love to have him on the show. Spending but... time in caves and you know speaking engagements with. No, uh... I like people that can't stand me. I think it's fun. I had. Uh, I've had a couple people. To didn't like me. I put him on. He uh, follows me on the gram. Wrenchy Incognito me hated me. I put him on. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've had a bunch of people that don't like me. Baker Mayfield came on the show. I loved it. I'd have Aaron on in two seconds. I think he's fascinating. Part of him, I like his uh, rebellious streak. I Part of him, I like very much. He would go right at you here. And I'd go right after him. Let's make it happen. Oh, he's probably got a deal oh, no. with the former punter. Yeah, McAfee. Yeah, I think right, they right. got a deal. Plus, he, Aaron doesn't like corporate America. He doesn't like... I, He's, you know, he's doing his own thing now. He's doing his own thing. Well, what's that thing? Well, I don't know what that thing is, but he's doing his own thing. Whatever his thing is, he's doing it. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live To gain news. visibility and control over your financials, HR, e-commerce, and more, take advantage. Special financing, no payments or interest, six months, NetSuite by Oracle. Go to netsuite.com slash herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together, we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show heard weekdays from 5 to 7 eastern 2 to 4 pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app every covino and rich show is available as a podcast just search covino and rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe i'm such a rocking dude the show features our unique take on sports injected with some fun humor and relatability listen to covino and rich five days a week on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts covino and rich give me a hell yeah there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Endless hot water, easy on the environment. Get a Navian tankless water heater. Heater, tanklessmadesimple.com. So you were just talking about a rumor, Otani. What was the rumor? The Angels superstar? Got to turn that mic on. There we go. Oh, oh yeah. Jeez, I'm going to get, he's going to be upset again, the producer. Um, so one of the baseball reporters at ESPN said that, you know, if the Angels are out of contention, um, they're probably going to move Otani, and he will want to be moved because he wants to win, as he did at he's the He's going to stay. He'll go to the Dodgers. They moved off Justin Turner. You think, I mean, Angels are going to ask for, Trey as Turner. well they should, everything. Yeah, well, the, the Dodgers have a great farm system. So they, they moved off Justin Turner, Trey Turner, uh, Clayton Kershaw got a one-year deal. Um, the kid that went to the Cubs, a big left-handed, uh, Corey Be- uh, what, Bellinger. What about Seattle? Could Seattle get No, the they can't afford it. They can't afford the it. The Yankees? Maybe, but why would you, why would you, uh, closer to the Pacific Rim, you can, you already live in Southern California, why would you move? Padres? I don't know where they get all the money, but they they, they have a lot of money. All of it's a incredible. It's a small market. Did you they, join the ownership group there? I don't know what it is. They're, 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 they, Tatis, Machado. They got a uh, squad. The it reliever from Milwaukee. Boy, Angels fans. I got a couple buddies who are Angels fans, and they're going to be devastated <laughs> if this team ends up moving Otani later in the season. Now, they got to fall out of contention. Well, doesn't it look like the Dodgers? I mean, just it looks like the Dodgers, who, by the way, They'll let occasionally a Manny Machado walk, but they'll step up to the plate and they let some good players go. It looked like to me they went from they had a dominant uh, salary. Now they're like I think they're like fifth. They went from like overwhelmingly number one. Mets are now number one. Now I think they're like fifth in payroll. That yeah. tells me they're saving some money. Remember the Dodgers average 
10,000 more fans per game than the second best attendance in baseball. So they are a money machine, but this year they're pinching back a little bit. Why? It's for Otani. Maybe they should spend some money on helping us get out of the Dodgers parking lot after games. Well, it's it's the biggest nightmare in sports. Out here in L.A. Of all the parking lots, like SoFi is not that bad. Um, Lakers games, not that bad. Dodger Stadium is a nightmare to get out of. Well, they win division titles. They're very good. If you go to a baseball game, you're not going for speed. You're leaving early, right? There's no clock. <laughs> you're leaving in the eighth inning. Uh, which the Dodgers usually lead, and you can go home knowing they won. <laughs> yes. All right, we're going to play um, California. Mm. We're going to play a game called California. All four NBA teams made the playoffs from California. It's never happened before. You ask me a question, I'll try to figure out the team. Which franchise is the oldest of the Clippers, Lakers, Warriors, and Kings? The oldest. So, I mean, oldest, the Lakers were in Minneapolis first. So what if I said the Warriors? Would be wrong. The Kings? Or the the, oh, they the were in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, they were founded in 1923. And uh, let's move on. Which team averaged the most points per game this season? Clippers, Lakers, Warriors, Kings. Sacramento Kings. A little bit easy for you. That was uh, an easy Who one. has more titles? The Lakers or the other three combined? The Lakers. <laughs> Not even close. Lakers have 17. Warriors, 7. Paperclip, 0. Kings, 1. Which franchise began as the Buffalo Braves? Uh, I remember that team, Bob McAdoo. Uh, I think that was the uh, L.A. Clippers. There we go. Yeah. Nicely done. Good execution. Uh, which NBA player? Oh, this is a great Sven question. Nader was on that team, too. Which NBA player has played for all four franchises? And if you would like a hint, I can offer you one. He's played for all four? Yeah. Hold on. I want a hint. Okay. He has appeared on this network, on this show, on other shows within the last five years. Multiple times. Not uh, just. Karan Butler? Mm, not a bad guess. I'll give you one more shot. Kenyon Martin. Matt Barnes. Oh, Matt Barnes. I, you know what? We tossed that in there. It's oh, 420. Matt, I'm so sorry. I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, DeMarcus Cousins technically was rostered by all four, but never played with the Lakers due to injury. Just to yeah, I can't believe I missed that one. Clear that one up for, uh, you know, the meatballs online. Which franchise was the last to move to California? Oh, to move to California. Um, Philadelphia... I, I don't know what you're saying Philadelphia for, but that that would. I, I remember be the wrong when the I, see, I remember when the Sacramento Kings were the Kansas City Kings. Reggie Theus, I think, played Ooh, for that. Good o- pull. Yeah. Otis Bird. Uh, Otis, Otis Birdsong. I think Otis Birdsong played. I remember that team as a you kid. Dec- I'm going to say Sacramento. You would be right. I remember That's a good them. One. They, yeah, I remember that team. Yeah. Uh, which team boasts of having the oldest player in the playoff? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, the old- of these four, who has the oldest player? There's gotta, is there somebody deep, deep, deep on he's Golden not, State's he's bench? Not, he's injured. You're warm. Okay, I'd say the Warriors have somebody deep on their bench that's hurt. He's injured. Who is it? Igudala. Okay, Iggy. Yeah. What is he, about 38, 39? Bingo, 38. Which team is located furthest west? Oh, it's a trick question. Okay, let me draw the state of California. Okay. Hold on. All right. We got an hour well, here. Well, I'm, I'm drawing the state of California, so... And you got to show the audience your, uh, your graphic The designs. furthest west is the Warriors. No, 
Is that am yes, I right? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. All right, which team is worth the most according to Forbes? No, that's easy. That's that's the Lakers. Mm. No. The Golden State Warriors. They got the new facility. Oh, boom. Goodness gracious. All right, final question. Which team has the average oldest roster entering this season? Ooh, this is tricky. Clippers. Oh, nicely done. Uh, all right, we'll wrap it up there, Coward. I don't want to get yelled at. All right. Um, you got to turn your mic on. I got to turn the mic on. That's like three slip-ups in the last two months. It's time for a review. <laughs> time for a job review. See you tomorrow. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts